In episode 21, we're getting you off to the right start in 2021, even when things go wrong. Have you ever had a call from a customer who asks, how can we fix this coding in the field? Today's guest shows us how you can save a project after it leaves your shop perfectly powder coated. It's inevitable and it's going to happen. Now you can say, yes, we can. Our guest has you covered with his line of products to cover your... Let's get ready to level up your powder coater game. Today we have our special guest is Gabe Vargas from Crosslink, Crosslink Paints. And the topic that we're going to talk about is kind of more of just revealing uh, something that we discovered in the powder coating industry uh, about a couple of years ago. Um, and we had a customer who uh, picked up a gate and when they did, while they were installing it, the gate got scratched uh, when they were putting the posts in the ground and they called us and said, hey, uh, can you guys come out here and powder coat this again? And we're like, hell no, we can't. Uh, so that's what led us to find today's guest uh, and today's company, which is Crosslink Paints. And Gabe, welcome to the show. How are you doing today? Hi, Kim. Uh, doing really good. Uh, thank you very much uh, for letting me be on the show. I'm a very big fan of your your podcast and also of your, your internet blog. Uh, I love uh, reading your articles and it helps me also learn about uh, paints and powder coating uh, every day. So I appreciate that. Yeah, and this is how the relationship started. Gabe reached out to me and um, wanted to do a guest post on the blog and we somehow never got around to doing it, but I knew it was an important topic to talk about. So when we started the podcast, uh, I knew exactly uh, who I needed to call to get uh, this information out. So why don't you start with who is Crosslink Paints? What do you guys do and how do you help powder coaters? Okay, yeah, I can help uh, you answer some of those questions. So Crosslink Paints is a, uh, a paint company located here in Dallas, Texas. So we primarily sell aerosol spray paint, conventional paint, uh, powder coating powder, not so much of it, uh, and other various uh, items there. Uh, and we sell this uh, out to most of, most of the time our local customers. Uh, a lot of, of our orders also go everywhere around the United States. So, uh, so we have Crosslink Paints. We also have a company called LVP Paints. Uh, it does similarly the same thing. Uh, both companies are marketed differently and some of the one company sells a little bit different type of paint than the other one. Uh, then we also have a, a powder coating line called Crosslink Powder Coating uh, that operates just a couple of buildings over from us. So we do powder coat as well. A lot of the paint that people buy from us is also, we use it in our own powder coating operations. So we have a lot of uh, good data and feedback from our powder coating segment there. And then we also have a, uh, a company called Crosslink Competition. Uh, we have a, they do go-kart uh, racing business, and then they also do uh, F4 and F3 open wheel uh, race cars uh, as, a, as a business as well. So uh, that's, uh, that's what we do. You guys do a lot. 
uh, you could say we are a quite a diverse business. So, yes, and um, there, you know, I do order through low volume. Um, that's kind of where I go. But let me share my screen now because I want to bring up your website. Um, so, does it matter if I go to Crosslink Paints or low volume? What uh, What is the difference there? Um, yeah, it's just that uh, LVP Paints was what we first, uh, you know, started uh, back in 2012. Uh, originally, we were a, a bedliner company, but it then developed into a resale of powder coating powder, and we sold this to powder coating companies all across America in small amounts. You know, sometimes it's really hard to buy a whole box of powder in multiple various amounts of colors and keep that inventory on hand. So we're here to sell small amounts of powder to powder coating companies that don't want to buy the whole entire box. Uh, and then uh, in 2015, we then uh, introduced the, the paint line and their saw line. So we started selling that. And then in, in uh, 2019, we introduced uh, Crosslink Paints. And uh, uh, so you can go to either sites. It's just that one of them is marketed quite a bit differently. And, uh, and the other one is, uh, you know, uh, Sorry, <laughs> sorry here. Uh, I might yeah. have to explain that again. <laughs> no, it's fine. Um, I got exactly what you were talking about. And we'll, I'll head over to low volume here in a second. Right now I'm on your uh, Crosslink Paints and I have gone to Touch Up Paint. Um, so just to recap what we've done or what they do, because they do lots of things, is they, they um, sell you uh, you don't have to buy the 50 pound box. Um, and that's what they've done. They've taken larger brands where, and I see this happen on the, if you're ever on the Facebook groups and stuff, somebody always just needs like a pound or two or, or a low, uh, you know, five pounds, um, you know, less than five pounds or five pounds or less. And, um, they don't want to have to go buy the whole 50 pound. And that happens more, I see that a week, that's a weekly question that po always pops up on the groups and stuff. Uh, so that's interesting because I've never ordered powder from you guys, but it's good to know. In fact, I'm gonna just, uh, you can see here on the shared screen that they carry the Rouse, Tiger Drylac, Exalta, DuPont, Cardinal, PPG, IFS, and you have a generic black. Uh, so yeah. you know, if you've thought about if you need that, but you don't need it all, uh, this is a great place to go. And that's kind of new to me because uh, a lot of times we just need a, a little bit. Yeah, Kim, if I can just elaborate on, on that a little bit. So what we do here on, on that side of the business, um, so a lot of times with our powder coating jobs, we, we do are left with a byproduct of powder coating powder. And uh, since we do uh, quite a few you know colors, uh, we have quite a few colors that we do keep in stock or call them stock powders. Uh, so what we're able to do is if a customer calls us looking for a powder coating powder, uh, we're able to then, uh, you know, go back in our inventory, see if we have it. If we do, then we can sell that powder coating powder uh, to, to the customer there. And then that helps uh, the customer not able to buy a whole, you know, let's say 25 or 50 pound box and keep that inventory on hand. You know, they're just now bringing uh, the amount, right amount of powder coating powder uh, to them now yeah this is crazy because i'm clicked into the uh tiger drylac uh page and i mean seriously like you've got it all here i mean this is pretty much everything um 
and you can order by the pound, um, right? A one pound right. order. And the price is not that bad. Uh, to be honest with you, it's 15, you know, you're just saying across the board, any powder on this list is $15 a pound. $15 that's per pound, yeah. Yeah, that's totally, uh, totally uh, a good price. You know what I mean? For, for buying a small quantity. Yeah. Until you start ordering about, you know, 15 pounds more, then it might be best to go to uh, your local distributor like uh, right. Tiger Drac or IFX Coatings, TCI, et cetera, uh, and probably possibly buy it from them. You're probably going to save some money there. Yeah, but, but uh, as far as a couple of pounds, we, we are here to help out with that. Yeah, but see, here's something that you have that uh, Tiger and some of the other coders, uh, suppliers do not have. Uh, especially the really large ones. Um, first of all, uh, you have you can buy online, right? So it's you know, yes, one o'clock at night, and your your customer finally called you to tell you what color they needed. Um, you can go right on this site and order it, um, and that's something that these larger companies do not do uh, as of yet. So it's very important. Yes. Um, that, that's a great selling point for, for cut smaller coders that just need to order one or two pounds. Um, it's brilliant. Um, yes, we, uh, we just want to make it the most easiest way for the customer to, to order. So either, if, you know, we're, our site's uh, very compatible with smartphones and, uh, and other uh, tablet devices. So, uh, so they're able to have a couple options, either one, if they want to call in an order or email an order to us, we can place an order in through online over the phone, or they can do it online from the, the comfort of their own uh, smartphone and, and place the order in there. Yeah, um, I like your site too. It's super easy to navigate. Uh, everything is just all straight up laid out uh, very well. So it's easy to navigate. Uh, I'm sure it is mobile friendly. I'm on desktop, but uh, Thank you. We spent a lot of money on the website. I'll tell you that. <laughs> oh, you trust me. I know you can. Lots of hours and lots of money um, for sure. Certainly. But uh, I think it's great that there are spray cans available. It's nice to see that starting to happen. And I also see like a little pen here. I haven't ordered a pen yet, but how does someone, is this just like the same kind of touch up pens that people use? Like if you go to like a hardware store and you know say you just need to touch up your furniture and it's just like a pen right it's just got the color in it is it like that yeah it's something similar to like that uh this specifically has uh there's two on our pins they have two sides to it one's a chisel style uh type uh you know end and the other ones i'll have bullet point type in and then the paint comes out of the valve and there's a couple of uh balls that are inside of the uh, shell to help agitate the paint in there and then you, you literally just press the paint down and you're able to uh, uh, you know paint on touch up you know certain things that needs to be done but uh, they're very very easy to use and uh, very nice to have around and uh, we also sell the two ounce bottles of brush uh, looks like a nail polish bottle uh, some wow. people prefer those over the pin because they're able to you know push the paint in certain areas and kind of control uh, the mill thickness of uh, what they desire there but uh, yeah the yeah. pins are very a very popular thing we sell Kim. <laughs> that's great um, for sure and I think the only thing that I see that's missing on your site is just that there's no picture of the bottle or brush up close, but it's got all the details. Everything's in here. Everything that you need to know 
including questions and answers from people uh, that were like a little facts fact sheet at the bottom um, in case you did have questions. Yeah. That's cool. And we are working again, on our priced, price. Yeah. You know? Yeah, we are working on our site to help put more pictures on there to make the customer, you know, uh, aware of what they actually look like. And then we do have an application guide. Uh, you know, per requested, uh, we were getting that a lot when we first started out. So we do have a full application guide on how to apply these uh, these types of products uh, to get the best and most uh, accurate results when using Right. Them. And look, you can buy a, bo a, tw a two ounce bottle for 10 bucks. I mean, if that's gonna save the job or save your customer uh, or save the relationship with your customer, that is totally worth the 10 bucks, you know? Um, so, but let's move over to uh, your, uh, um, what was I gonna, okay. We're gonna go over to, well, let me get my notes out, hold on. Now, one of the, I guess one of the main questions that you guys get in the industry is that uh, you guys can, I mean, do you get this question a lot, like, can you touch up a rim after somebody's powder coated it? What's the best way? Is it a pen or is it the little touch up bottle or is it like a spray can kind of thing? It all is, you know, personal preference, you know, when using the, the aerosol spray cans, you know, one benefit you're going to have is that, uh, you know, you're going to have a really nice consistent finish uh, on the product. Uh, the only disadvantage of an aerosol can is that you're going to have overspray. So in that event, you're going to have to do a lot of masking up. Uh, that's where the pin in the bottle comes into play. Uh, with pins and bottles, you're now controlling where you want to push the paint at. You won't have any overspray at all. But uh, those always also have their own gremlins as well, too. With uh, pins and bottles, you sometimes have uh, brush, brush stroke, stroke, uh, brush stroke uh, marks. And, yeah. uh, and that's where the aerosol can comes in advantage because you have a nice, smooth, consistent finish with that. But with pins and bottles, you might have brush strokes um, uh, marks on the product. But in my opinion, I personally, if it's just like a little scratch, you know, you curb rash your rims, uh, you know, specifically, like, let's say uh, your pit rims are painted uh, matte black. Uh, it's an easy uh, fact of going back to the powder coater and asking them. They most likely have a record on what they coated your, your rims in. And uh, just ask them what was the color code. I would like to order some paint from LVP Paints or Crosslink Paints. And, uh, you know, once we have that color code, we can then point them into the right direction by matching the gloss, both the gloss level and the uh, in the color uh, and this you know as you know saves significant amount of money than having to get the rims redone you know uh, it's we call it a temporary fix it does a very good well job of holding up on powder coating powder on top of it or if you're applying it direct to metal and it will make those rims look a lot better yeah i uh <laughs> we have this situation where the guy went um got us it was just the gloss black whatever and um he he put it on and not I'm not kidding you like a week later uh, he called and he goes I just scratched my rims can you guys just do it all over again it's just one oh, yeah. and we're like I don't know why we didn't think about this to just say that you know like we could have just saved the day for the guy I mean I haven't heard back from him but can you imagine how he felt like he just spent all this money getting his oh, yeah. 
you know. Uh, and, yeah, you know, Kim, it's definitely a it's definitely a lifesaver when you do have the option to use you know touch up paint on the rims. But uh, sometimes there's some colors, some crazy colors. Like whenever they're transparent and translucent, there some people like those colors, and and sometimes we can't match them. But for your customer that had the gloss black, uh, that's most certainly a stock color for us, and. Uh, uh, he can spend uh, $9.95 plus a little bit of shipping on there, and he can have a, a really good alternative to uh, to use versus getting the rims repowder coated. But, you know, for the ultimate best look, if you're wanting everything to look the same, the rims do need to be repowder coated. In that case, uh, definitely powder coat them again. Yeah. And you, you call it generic black, uh, but you've got the generic black from all of the top uh formulators, uh, Exalta, Tiger, PPG, um, got Vulcan Black from Exalta and another black mini texture from them as well. So I swear to God, you have it all covered here on this website. It's crazy. <laughs> hey, we, uh, we match about a couple, we match about a couple hundred colors a day. So, uh, all these, you know, accumulate up and we're able to keep them on file here uh, when the need arises. So, uh, you know, if we do know the color code, we can then, we have a color standard here in our laboratory and we're able to match both the color and the gloss level to it. But if you're looking for our, just a generic color, you know, uh, the main color line we match off of is the REL color chart. So if an mm -hmm. REL color matches close to what you're looking for, we can most certainly help you out with uh, with a color match there without a minimum order size or like generic black, that's something we sell every single day. And, uh, and those ones are pretty cheap and affordable to manufacture and, and sell out and market out without minimum order sizes there. Yeah, and earlier we talked and we were talking about like uh, what makes you different, right? But I'm telling you, like you guys are just way around different. I mean, uh, there is no real comparison that I've found um, uh, other than that you have the low volume uh, uh, low volume potters uh, which I was going to go to that site because that's the site I use um, but the I LVP I, paints yeah LVP that's it LVP yes and I don't know I think Ross is the one that told me how to uh, go there and he's like barking orders at me one day and I was just like, what are you talking about? Like, I would just, uh, you know, but he knows everything. Like, you can't tell him, you know, he just, but it's basically a similar website uh, here. You know, it, it's identical, but I think the other one is probably easier to use. Um, but you have it all here. I guess I'll show, uh, let me share my screen again so people can go here as well. Um, yeah, we, we the the low vol the LVP paints website, and I'll tell you a little history here. I mean, low volume powder LLC is our actually a company name, but we just have two DBAs here. Uh, one's called Cross or LVP paints, and the other one uh, is called uh, Crosslink paints. And uh, we spend primarily most of our time uh, working and developing the Crosslink paints uh, website. You know, again, we have two different strategies with both companies. One company, uh, you know, sells another different line of paints than the other one as well, too. Uh, but we, uh, we, we, we're focusing, you know, on the future and we know people, as, you know, as technology gets better, online shopping is, seems to be a, a more popular choice than going to the actual store. You know, as you can see with COVID-19, online 
uh, online sales are significantly increasing versus in-store sales in, in, in most parts of retail businesses. So uh, we uh, work really hard in developing the Crossing Paints website here at this time. Yeah, I I don't know if you've ever gone over to Cardinal and tried to order directly, you know, because Cardinal, I have had an experience with Cardinal Paints and having to order liquid, you know, uh, touch-up paint from them. But I'll tell you, it is it is down damn near impossible to order from them without picking up the <laughs> phone. They do have an online e-commerce site, but it's horrendous to use. It's very chunky. Uh, you don't even know if you bought the powder or not. <laughs> by the end of the <laughs> transaction, it's very hard. And then I ended up having to call uh, them in the end and place the order. So I, I don't know how these companies get away with uh, just having such a, uh, I don't know, the touch points with yeah. some of these companies is kind of a, a, a complaint point that I have. Although I do see the industry changing um, and stuff, uh, we just, um, you know, uh, you know, had some changes or some new announcements from IFS the other day. Uh, but mm -hmm. uh, for the most part, I think that you guys are just got your game face on right now and you're ready to serve the market. Um, yeah, so Kim, that's a very, very valid point that you made there. Uh, you know, uh, that's, you know, what we think about those things when it comes to our competitors and, you know, it builds into part of our model on, you know, what we do here. And that's one of the things that we try to make best is there's, there's three things. One is having the fastest turnaround time. You know, we understand when people call us, a lot of their problems here, uh, they, they're calling us with a problem, and it's uh, our job to help them uh, fix this problem here in the fastest way possible. And uh, with these companies, usually paint is the last thing down the line before it gets shipped out of the cup to the customer and, uh, you know, uh, then they get their paycheck. But there's sometimes, you know, the paint is what's holding them up from receiving that $10,000 check or not. So uh, yeah. we do realize that fast turnaround time is very, very important in this industry. Uh, the second thing is, uh, is the pricing. So you have to have a really good mm -hmm. comp uh, competitive price. Uh, you know, our prices could be, they're pretty much average in uh, the industry with our other competitors. And, you know, maybe ours is a little lower or, you know, ours is a little higher. Uh, you know, my team here does, does a, they do overtime hours to help uh, keep the turnaround time down. And then and, and the price, you know, has to be in return a little bit higher. Uh, but, you know, we're able to, uh, to help out the, that turnaround time. And then the other thing is uh, the color match. You know, you want a good quality products. So uh, it doesn't help to, you know, order something and then in three days the, the product doesn't match. So we spend a lot of time here in our laboratory developing formulas and, and, and better ways to make uh, the color match the right the first time. And, uh, and that way when the customer receives uh, the paint, uh, it, they, they have a really good, nice quality product there. Those are all really valid points. And and to know that usually when we have to reach out to you to order something, it's already urgent. Um, I don't know, it's just, that is the nature for us. I don't, what's the average, I mean, does the average customer um, pre-order in, in, in anticipation of, uh, of it? Or is it more of that, 
kind of a pull chain like, oh, oops, we made a, a mistake. We need to order some paint. How do we fix this problem kind of thing? Yeah, you do see uh, you do see people that are anticipating, you know, they'll say, hey, we know that this is probably going to get uh, scratched up in the installation of, like, say, some fencing panels or uh, when they go to uh, when they go to installing these, they need to go and re-weld. So uh, a lot of times, a lot of mm. our customers go and order paint from us and go ahead and ship it with the project anyways. And then you have uh, the customers that uh, accidents happen on the spot and they need a touch-up paint solution now. So uh, most of the time with a lot of our products, we can ship out. Uh, if it's a common color that we do have a color standard here in our laboratory, uh, it's anywhere from zero to one working business days to, to, uh, to ship out of our facility. Uh, for custom color matching, if it's something that, uh, that we don't have a color standard of or if they're wanting us to match a specific batch and, and get the best, best possible color match uh, out there, uh, they'll then send us a chip sample and we have a zero to three working day turnaround with those types of uh, color matching there. And then we offer uh, a variety range of uh, shipping options. Uh, the most popular one is ground. Uh, you know, this paint also is classified as hazardous material, so when shipping paints or some paints and some aerosol products, uh, you know, you ha you, we have to be very careful when shipping those. Uh, you know, yeah. we are approved to do uh, air shipments through UPS, so uh, so we can ship these uh, specific types of paints, UP uh, UPS, next to the air and to the air. That's where, uh, you know... You know, some of our competitors are not able to do that, uh, and that's one thing that we pushed forward uh, last year is, is to get those capabilities of, of, of doing that uh, shipping two-day, next-day air. So we do have that available if, if necessary, but we, you know, we highly recommend the ground option to do so. <laughs> right. I, it sounds like you've got, you've thought of every, uh, I guess as far as the customer journey goes, um, you've really tried to bring that experience uh, to to your customer, the touch point kind of experience, the uh, thought of the whole like scenario of what your ideal customer has to deal with, right? Um, and you've, you've really yes. delivered. Um, it sounds like you're delivering on that too uh, as well. Um, yeah, Kim, it really helps that uh, since we have our powder coating business, you know, uh, we have literally a live scenario of, of, of what our, we see on, uh, our, on the production end and then it going to, uh, you know, the end client let's say to our powder coating segment there so we we see it all from when it gets uh, manufactured and when i mean manufactured we don't actually make the raw materials we uh we buy in our we buy in specific uh parts from other companies you know with our modified alka the enamel line that's a, a ppg product uh, we take their bases and toners and then match it to y'all's spec your specifications and then we send that out and to the to customer, so we're able to see how this paint gets applied and how it works, where it does good at, where it doesn't do good at. If there's issues in the application method, we're able to see everything. And you know, if we're having good results here uh, within our company, you know, I'm sure everyone else is having the same good results. And then same if it's we're having bad results, uh, you know, we're able to you know fix those here fast and uh, accordingly. So. Yeah, and you. You have this, um, well, I'm gonna mess this up here. I'm gonna go back to your, uh, your site um, where you are kind of in the industry in terms of racing, right? Uh, you're doing kart racing and stuff like that. So 
you're not, I mean, I'm assuming you're using your products on, on the stuff that you're sponsoring. Um, so uh, that's other real A little world. bit there. <laughs> yeah. That's your other real world experience, right? So. Um, yeah. So we do, uh, we do have a, a racing department. So uh, they, uh, the cart racing is one of them. Uh, it's, it's not like the go-karts that you go to, uh, you know, your local entertainment uh entertainment park and race. These are more high-end ones, stuff that you want to go and uh, uh, do if you're trying to, uh, you know, one, you can have fun in it, or two, you can actually make a career out of it possibly and, and go to do better things such as open wheel cars to race, you know, mm -hmm. formula cars, NASCAR, and uh, et cetera. But yeah, we do the, um, we do the, we have our business called Crossing Competition, which does go-kart racing, and then it also does uh, the open wheel cars and uh, F4 U.S. Championship and then the F3 U.S. Championship. That's really cool. Uh, I mean, if you're going to be, you might as well make it fun for your employees and for yourselves to kind of get, you know, behind some level of in, uh, of fun stuff, you know, and, um, and sports and stuff. I mean, just to kind of bring it full circle for your, for your company as well. Uh, so let's see, I've got... Now let's get into kind of more of the industry stuff because uh, you, what do you see changing? Is because I know you put here uh, you want to push for a lower VOC levels in paints. How can that be achieved, or how do you want to see? How do you see that being achieved? Yes, as you know, um, back in a back in years back, some uh, household paints were, you know, they had lead in them, and uh, a lot of now. As uh, paint has developed, uh, you know, a lot of paints are now lead-free. Um, so the same with, you know, touch-up paint and paint in general. I feel like it's very important to uh, start getting the VOC levels of the paint, which uh, if, you, if people are not familiar what VOC is, it stands for volatile organic compounds. So that's the chemicals in the paint. Uh, the higher the VOC levels are, the higher the chemicals are, which is not a good thing. Uh, but uh, the lower the VOC levels, the lower the chemicals, which a lot of household uh, interior latex type paints. They don't have. Uh, there are there are some paints out there that have a zero VOC level on it, which is incredible. So uh, I can see the uh, the industry, you know, heading towards that lower VOC levels and and the paints. You know, uh, the reason why we have to use it is you know to help keep uh, the or why they are so high. You know, it's 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 really tough to make really good quality paints. Uh, you know, and, and, and have it last as long as it does, you know, with certain types of materials. But until we find different alternatives, which I'm, I'm at the rate that technology is moving today, I'm sure we can find uh, some more better solutions to help keep these uh, VOC levels down and help me you know I'll overall help the environment out as well, too. Yeah, and you also put here what you see changing as well as like a What's it like you put two part spray cans becoming more popular and color matching capabilities becoming more easier. What's a two part spray can? I'm sorry, I'm a dumb, I'm a dummy. So like, what is that? Yeah, so a two-part spray can, or otherwise sometimes not referenced as a 2K can, uh, it's 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 literally a two component part aerosol can. Sometimes it's on the okay. bottom of the or the top where you either maybe push a button or you, you know, you 
maybe crack a valve and, and these two components mixed together. So, uh, so 2K, two components, uh, usually one component is paint, the other component is, uh, is a harden, hardener. So uh, with reason why like some paints, you know, don't last as well as they do or, or you know, when you sometimes you touch a paint and, you know, you can leave a fingerprint impression into it, is the paint soft, uh, you know, and, and, and to kind of comp or to kind of battle that, you need to use a hardener in with the paint to make the, the paint more durable and stronger. So uh, in regards to aerosol spray paints, uh, this technology is out, but it's not too popular because of the pricing on these uh, these cans and then the, the, the filling methods and the, the compatibility with uh, this type of product too. Is uh, There's a lot of complications to it, but I believe uh, they will start becoming more efficient and, uh, you know, people's demands for spray paint will become uh, more towards, uh, hey, we, we need a more longer lasting uh, uh, you know, products, I mean, they're already very good today, but any type of paint when you're using a hardener is going to be a regular conventional paint without a hardener uh, nine times out of ten. You just uh, you can't go any other way as far as durability there. But, yeah, I see the market going, uh, I see the market someday go into a two-part aerosol spray can versus just a single component one just because yeah. of the, the, the durability yeah. there. It's, it's pretty revolutionary. Yeah. That, that goes directly back to your company and what you stand for and, and just improving field applications all the way around. I mean, that's pretty much what you're about. Uh, so I, I get that. Uh, yeah. Now, if you had and an that extra... That means we're going to have to do that as well, too. So uh, yeah. <laughs> you know, in the future, we are, right. we've already started to look into these types of products. Uh, and as you said, they're still very complicated and, and uh, expensive right now, but it's something we are looking to the future. And as you know, uh, if you don't innovate, you'll, you'll die. So our, yes. you know, as me being the general manager of this company, it's my duty to keep uh, uh, surviving another day to fight. So uh, we will always keep on innovating and making things better for uh, That's awesome. better of our company. That, here. Now that leads me to my next question. If you had an extra $100,000 in your business bank account, <laughs> uh, <laughs> how would you spend it? Would you spend it on technology like this or something else? Yeah, um, I think that is a valid point. I would maybe spend it on some more research and development of the 2K cans and maybe possibly looking into seeing if it's you know, still possible for something uh, like us to do. Uh, but I think uh, I'd probably spend it on research and developing on, on, on the paint matching and the production just to make it more efficient. So this could be, you know, maybe buying a new uh, spectrometer or you're maybe buying some different machinery. Uh, but that's what I would invest on is to make uh, our to make uh, the paint matching process or either the production more efficiently and you know more easily and ultimately too uh, more safer as well. So yeah. So where can people find you? I'm going to share my screen because I do follow you on Instagram. Uh, so I'm going to bring up your Instagram account. Um, hold on. So yeah, you're on Instagram, and where else are you? Yeah, so uh, the Crosslink Paints, uh, we are on Instagram. You can just type in Crosslink Paints. You'll see a whole bunch of our posts on our color matches. So uh, 
Uh, we like to post, uh, you know, various new products that we sell and, and other cool jobs that we run into. I mean, we, we, we get some really crazy colors, and every time that we battle one of these colors and we get it right, we love to show it off. So we all yeah. see a whole bunch of our posts there. Uh, we do have a Facebook. I think that's under just Crosslink Paints as well. And then LVP has its own uh, Instagram and Facebook as well, uh, respectively named as uh, LVP, I think, Powder and Paints. Yeah, uh, but it sounds like you're pretty easy to get a hold of either way. Um, and uh, one of the things that I wanted to, I just had a thought. I wanted to ask you, what are you, do you guys ever do like specials or have special offers on your pages for products? Yeah, sometimes we, we do. Uh, with, with the COVID-19 uh, uh, happening this year, we weren't able to run a lot of uh specials on our stuff but we just actually with crossing paints we launched a new paint line uh, we now sell the floor polymer uh, paints by sherwin williams uh, this specific paint has a pvdf resin in it uh, so if people don't know what pvdf is uh, pvdf is uh, you know one of the strongest paint bonds out there uh, known in the paint market today so uh, we do sell a touch-up paint uh, that matches uh, sherwin williams fuller pond colors or if you send us a sample we can match that as well and uh, for that specific line, uh, we're running a no minimum order size, uh, introductory no minimum order size uh, uh, requirement. And then uh, we do have special pricing on our website that they can find there under the uh, commercial paints under floor pond paint. Awesome. Good to know. Okay. Um, okay. Hopefully me... next year we can run a couple of uh, discounts. So. Yeah. Well, I mean, you can just uh, go over there right now and just get an account. Uh, just so you probably have some kind of email blast or something like that. Um, yeah, if they just want to, to create an account, they can uh, keep up to date on what we're doing. And, and sometimes we have a, we do run blog articles as well, too. Uh, we just post some of the new stuff that we're doing and uh, to keep you up to date on, uh, you know, what we're, uh, we're looking at doing and then maybe uh, further improvements on our site or, or and, and such things like that. Yeah. Now, are you... Uh, affiliated there are uh there is a company called crosslink powder coating is that a related business or tell me more about how because there's a lot of crosslinks i guess that's a popular name yeah i can I, we do get that question a lot so the main one is called crosslink powder coating that's the one here in uh, dallas texas and uh, that's actually the company ultimately that owns uh, Low Volume Powder LLC, which owns LVP Paints, Crosslink Paints, and Crosslink Competition. Uh, but there are other powder coating companies also called uh, Crosslink as well, too. Uh, at one point, uh, Crosslink was a franchise, so there was about 40 of these things throughout the whole United States. And uh, as, as time went by, uh, now they're all most likely individually owned, so they all have their own individual owners. But some of these uh, companies did like the name and, and you know, cross-linking as a word of paint, it, you know, it, it, it has a meaning to it. So, uh, so and it references well on, on the Internet, so people have decided to keep the word cross-link in, cross in it. So they would add, like, cross-link powder coating of Fort Worth or cross-link yeah. powder coating at Texas or, and et cetera. Right. So. right. So, um, well, that's great. Okay, I'm so happy that you came on and that we finally, after months and months of talking and uh, emailing each other back and forth, 
uh, we ended up getting that blog post done uh, in a in a verbal way. <laughs> I'm so thrilled. So uh, Kim, I'm so happy that you and Ross uh, allowed me on your podcast. I, uh, I I'm a big fan of your work and, and of your uh, of your blog posts. So I'm just so happy to uh, to be here and uh, be able to kind of explain the the works of Touch Up Paint, and then hopefully this helps uh, you know powder coaters out there that are looking for economic solutions to their problems helps them uh, you know realize hey there's a solution to this and then uh, maybe we should reach out to crossing paints and they might be able to help us so yeah that's a great great question to ask the listening audience is have you ever heard of these uh touch-up paints have you ever used them what's your experience um i know that we are def we definitely have used them um uh I don't know if it's just our contractors around here or just sloppy installers or whatever, or just not being careful, but uh, it's always good to know that you guys have our back when we're ready to order something like that. And to know uh, if I go over to Crosslink or, or LVP Paints that I can order Cardinal, Exalta, any of these other uh, larger companies in either powder, smaller order powders or in the touch-up paints. So thanks again for coming on the show, Gabe. I appreciate your time today. No problem, Kim. Uh, thank you very much for having me and uh, Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year's uh, to both you and, uh, and Ross. Uh, thank you very much. All right. Have a great day. Uh, hope this has improved your powder coating business um, and you're able to level it up today. Uh, thanks so much. Aloha. Aloha.